Hey everyone, and welcome to another episode of Nothing About You Says Computer Technology, a podcast about cybersecurity and data privacy viewed through the lens of the verse voices. Today we'll be talking about cybersecurity in the news. We also have a new segment called 60 Second Computer School that will help us discuss an interesting story involving deepfake technology and rapper Jay-Z. And finally, we'll be handing out a cybersecurity award. I'm your host, Anthony, a cybersecurity, data privacy, and regulatory attorney based in Oklahoma City. While I am a lawyer, I am not your lawyer, and this podcast should not be considered legal advice. Instead, think of this as a conversation between two friends. But if you need legal advice, please, please, please find a local attorney that can help you. So let's turn our attention to some news stories. On Friday, the President of the United States issued an executive order to protect the United States electric grid. The executive order bans the use of equipment for power grids that was manufactured by a company under the control of a foreign adversary or the buying of any equipment that poses a national security threat. Electric grids are critical infrastructure. Critical infrastructures are what the Department of Homeland Security defines as physical or cyber systems and assets that are so vital to the United States that their incapacity or destruction would have a debilitating impact on our physical or economic security or our public health and safety. This executive order hopes to limit the possible vulnerabilities of the U.S. electric grid from cyber attacks, by not exposing our electric grid to equipment that could be possibly compromised. Our second story is a follow-up on our previous discussion about how hospitals are being targeted by more cyber attacks because hackers are taking advantage of the coronavirus. The site Dark Reading has taken a closer look at these attacks and found that while there has been more attacks against hospitals, these attacks are less sophisticated and ultimately less successful. According to the Health Information Sharing and Analysis Center, last month, there was a 30% increase in the number of COVID-19-themed phishing attacks, but the organization has not seen an increase in the number of successful breaches. So what does this mean? It means that hospitals have done a good job in responding to this increase of attacks, but it also means that a number of these newer attacks are just attempts by criminals to go after low-hanging fruit. Our final story comes from ZDNet. More than 1,000 SEC filings have mentioned ransomware as a risk factor to businesses over the last 12 months. Companies like Alphabet, the parent company of Google, McDonald's, and Tupperware have included ransomware in their SEC filings. So why is this important? It's important because companies are acknowledging the risk of ransomware and also acknowledging that this risk isn't going away. If companies know that ransomware is a risk to their business, we should be asking what are they doing to protect not only their business, but our data that we give them. Today we have a new segment called 60 Second Computer School, where I give you a crash course on a cybersecurity or privacy issue in 60 seconds or less. Today I want to talk about deep fakes. So what exactly is it? It's the use of artificial intelligence called deep learning to generate, alter, or manipulate digital content in a matter that is not easily perceptible by humans. So it's the use of AI to make fake images or voices that appear real. 
the use of deep fakes has been increasing. According to the 2019 report from Deep Trace, an Amsterdam company that tracks deep fakes, the number of deep fakes in 2019 increased by almost 100% since 2018. So what's the issue that this can create? The first is that the images, videos, or voices created can manipulate people. Disinformation is a growing concern in the United States, with people challenging news stories as fake news. There is a growing distrust among people, and the use of deep fakes can play on this distrust. Another issue with deep fakes is that criminals use these to defraud victims, they can use it to manipulate markets, and to submit false evidence to courts. So, how do you spot a deep fake? Peter Singer of New America and the author of the book Like War says that there are slight visual aspects that are off if you take a closer look. Anything from the ears or eyes not matching to fuzzy borders on the face to too smooth of skin. But it's harder to detect these tells because the technology is learning and getting better. Now that we know what deep fakes are, let's talk about our main topic. The greatest rapper alive is not immune to deep fakes. Last month, Rock Nation, Jay-Z's entertainment company, filed a copyright strike against YouTube channel Vocal Synthesis, a channel dedicated to audio deep fakes. This channel had several videos where an AI Jay-Z voice rapped Shakespeare and we didn't start the fire. The copyright claim listed as the reason the video needs to be taken down was that this content unlawfully uses an AI to impersonate our client's voice. Jay-Z's move was met with some criticism because it was not a traditional copyright strike. This wasn't a song or video that was owned by Jay-Z, but something created by AI that was clearly marked as such. Going forward, the question now becomes, should people be able to remove these types of content using copyright law? The AI audio isn't being used to defraud people or even claiming to be the real Jay-Z. But at the same time, if you are a music artist, how would you feel if your voice was being used by someone else? These are the questions that we will have to grapple with going forward. Our final segment today is our Cybersecurity Awards. This week, I have one award that I want to hand out, and it's the Is It Uchi Wally Wally or Is It One Mike Award. For my hip-hop fans, you recognize that as a line from the song by Jay-Z called Takeover. Takeover was a diss track about rapper Nas. In this line, Jay-Z is pointing out inconsistencies where Nas writes one song about conscious rap and then another song about parties. So Jay-Z was asking, which one is it? We have this same issue when we look at cybersecurity policy. This award goes to FBI Director Chris Wray. Director Wray and U.S. Attorney General Bill Barr have raised concerns related to the use of end-to-end encryption. In October of last year, Attorney General Barr signed an open letter to Facebook asking the company to hold off from offering end-to-end encryption on their messaging service. That same month, Director Wray echoed that same exact position arguing that law enforcement must be able to view suspects' communications in order to protect children from predators who film and spread images of sexual abuse. While the debate on encryption is important, 
Director Ray's position hasn't always been against end-to-end encryption. According to a report from the New York Times, Director Ray and his former law firm previously argued in favor of strong end-to-end encryption while representing WhatsApp, a company owned by Facebook, in a sealed 2015 case involving the Department of Justice. Now, it isn't uncommon for lawyers to argue on behalf of clients and take positions that aren't their personal beliefs. But because of his full-throated argument against end-to-end encryption, people are right to wonder, is it Uchi Wally Wally or is it one mic? Is it encryption protects our privacy or is it law enforcement needs this to catch criminals? Thank you so much for joining us today on Nothing About You Says Computer Technology. Please subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes, Stitcher, and Spotify. I'm your host, Anthony, and I'll see you next week.